Hey guys, I'm Sophia. And I'm Sophie, and this is the In Pursuit Podcast. Welcome home. <clears throat> welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to our podcast. This is episode two. Um, we wanted to get into a little bit of sharing with you guys this like six month journey that we've been on that has um changed a lot for us. It's been like a really um big journey of like spiritual growth and um yeah just growth in like literally a lot of areas like emotional growth for me for sure um spiritual spiritual emotional honestly physical physical too like it's been it's been a roller coaster but it has been awesome so we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that but in our last podcast we told you that we would tell you guys how we met because we didn't get to talk about that in our last podcast so yeah, we wanted to share. <laughs> she just burped. She just moved the mic and burped. Yum. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, um, would you like to tell them how we met? Sure. You tell them how we met. Go for so it. So I can stop laughing? Yeah. Distraction tactics. Okay. So... <laughs> cover yourself <laughs> there we go all right sorry um, if you just saw my pajama shorts it's all business on the top party on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> are we okay we're good go so how we met is we went to school together which i think we both kind of forget about um in college we both went to the same community college and so I would see her around and I knew of her and I think you knew of me through um family friends of ours so we would see each other kind of at like family parties and like random uh mixers and stuff like that and when I saw her at school I was like oh hey Soph like how are you like what's good blah 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 and um she basically started coming out with some of my other friends to Lester's, I don't know if we should get a location, a, but it doesn't matter. Lester's is a franchise. All right, it's a diner by where we live. We would just go to like a diner to eat. Yeah, and it was every Monday. We called it Monday Fun Day because it was the best part of going to college because the rest was like kind of booty. But um, <laughs> so she started coming to that, and then fast forward, we like weren't doing classes together. We didn't really stay friends or anything. It was just kind of like. Oh, we hang out sometimes like school friends, you know, those school friends. So um, one day she I get a call actually from one of our friends, Michael, and he was like, yo, I want to bring Soph Conti to Bible study. Like, are you going to be there? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And he was like, OK, cool, because like I know that you were kind of friends with her back in the day, blah, blah, blah. And I just want her to like feel comfortable and like know somebody and I was like, yeah, sure. Like, that's awesome. Bring her. So she pulls up and um, hangs out at this Bible study where now all of her friends are, her beloved ones. Um, I had started hanging out with my friend Michael again, and we were out to dinner. And um, he basically asked me if I wanted to go to Bible study with him. And I was, like, kind of nervous because I didn't – like I hadn't been to a Bible study in a long time. I also didn't know if I was going to know anyone there. And then he told me that Sophie was going to be there. And I was like, okay, fun. Like I, I know her, like we went to school together, whatever. 
and I was like can you like call and like make sure she's gonna be there because I'm like scared and so he did and she was gonna be there so then I showed up and it was great like I literally fell in love with all of these people at this bible study they're like the best and now they're all my like closest friends so Mm -hmm. you've probably seen some of us on her Instagram here and there you know we just give her clout but (laughs) um no but then she sends me this text this is like we talked about in the last video how I'm very words of affirmation and she writes out the most beautiful friendship text I've ever received I don't even remember this yeah because whatever we won't talk about it but she did so that's what counts and she was like hey thank you so much for like making me feel welcome at bible study blah 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 would you want to hang out sometime oh my gosh what an honor and a privilege so I was like yeah set a date set a time and I will be there and so we did I think we went to the beach for our first little friend date Mm -hmm. and we ended up talking for like hours and that was it I was in love um, I think we, I think it was mutual. Oh, I think we like both fell in love in a moment. And then basically after that, we started hanging out and like talking a bunch and we got super close, super fast. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've known her my entire life and it's only been a year and a half, but we got so close that once I was moving out of where I was living, my brother was letting me like live at his apartment while he was in California And when I was moving out of there, I was, like, apartment hunting, like, looking for somewhere to live. And at that point, I was literally sleeping over her house, like, four nights a week because we were all hanging out. Like, I started hanging out with the Bible study friend group. And they live, like, in her neighborhood. Like, a bunch of people live in her neighborhood. It's, like, the hangout spot, I guess. And so... I was sleeping over her house like all the time. Literally like four nights a week. Yeah. And so she made a joke about me moving in. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, wait. And then we were like, mom. (laughs) And then we called her mom into the room and talked to her about it. And she was like, I don't see why not. Like, let me talk to your dad. Like, I fully, like, it's not like I moved in with like her at like her apartment. Like, I moved in like with her family, like fully just like chilling yeah and it was so fun we like still talk about it like it was the most fun four months it was also only supposed to be a month and I ended up living there for like four months yeah. and then she started working for my brother who I worked for at the time and so not only did we live together but we also worked together and would hang out with the same people I never used to run ever until she lived with me and she'd be like you want to go on a run with me and I'd be like yeah sure and then she'd be like four blocks ahead and I'd be like <laughs> yeah so that was really fun for me <laughs> but <laughs> you okay yeah Can we unpack good. that no we're good okay go ahead um so yeah we basically got super close super fast and um that's pretty much how we met is that like it is that like the basic gist yeah that's pretty much how we met and how we fell in love and um became bffs ff ffs um yeah, I think that's pretty much how we met, and we've just, like, it's evolved from just friendship with each other to, like, friendship with 587 other people mm-hmm. that are also the biggest blessing to the both of us, so we love you guys. Yeah, you know who you are. Anyways, um, yeah, so should we talk about um, boy cleanse? 
Yes. So we are doing this six month challenge that I've mentioned a couple of times. We mentioned it in the first podcast. We call it boy cleanse, which is a very misleading name. Yeah. But when Sophie first proposed the idea to me, she called it a boy cleanse and it just stuck. So that's what it's called. So we've been referring to it as the challenge just to sound less weird (laughs) um but now that we're explaining to you like explaining this whole thing to you we're gonna refer to it as boy cleanse yeah but just so you guys know that name sounds so weird we're aware that it sounds weird and we're aware that it's misleading but whatever but it's also kind of not yeah it's kind of not it kind of it's just a lot more than that yeah okay um so i'll start talking about it because it was kind of my idea Mm -hmm. um I was at church one day on a Monday I went there randomly I was like going through some stuff and I was like I just need to go away and I just need to pray and so I'm sitting like on one of the couches and I'm praying I'm looking out the window it's like storming outside not that this is relevant but for me it's just like setting the scene and I was just thinking about how I really didn't like how my life was looking I didn't feel like I was bearing fruit in a lot of areas like I used to. And I was like, this is so weird because when I was like 15 to 18 and a half to like really 19, I felt like I was just growing exponentially. Like I was being challenged. I was being encouraged. I was walking with the Lord and like surrendering more and more to him. And just like it affected my horizontal relationships when my vertical relationship was really on. Um, And so I was like, God, I don't know what it is, but I just feel off. And I feel like, you know how there's like a trend that's like the ick that people get, like the ick about certain things. I got the ick looking at the condition of my own life and my own heart. So I was like, ugh, I want to do something about this. And I want to be intentional about pursuing God and just setting my eyes on him because my mentor, um, she went through something kind of similar when she was younger and the way that God really spoke to her and transformed her heart was primarily through her meditating on scripture and making that like a daily practice. Mm -hmm. And, um, part of her testimony, maybe she'll come on here one day and share it, but we're going to be referring to her a lot. Might as well introduce her. Yeah. Her name is Becky. (laughs) Yeah. And she is one of the best people ever. We're both absolutely head over heels in love with her. <laughs> and um, yeah, so if you hear us refer to Becky, that's who we're talking about. Yeah. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So um, the word as I'm staring out this window, challenge pops into my head. And I was like, that's funny because I don't like challenges. So flex challenges. Um, I'm very happy staying in what's comfortable and familiar. So if you set a challenge before her, she takes it like literally just to prove that she can, she will. And I'm not like that. I'm not, I have not a competitive bone in my body and she is like pretty competitive, but also very disciplined, which is one of the things that I admire about you. Um, <laughs> no, but it's true. Like in the past video, we talked about like strengths and weaknesses. One of hers is she has a lot of self-control and a lot of discipline. And so self-control in certain areas, I'm working on other areas. <laughs> So I thought of this like challenge and instantly like I don't know if I just have like quite an imagination. So it was like 
boom, 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 like a bullet point list instantly filled my head of like the things that I wanted to start implementing in my life, the things that I wanted to take out and the way that I was going to finesse for this girl to do it with me because um, I was just like, okay, I know that if I do this by myself, I may or may not succeed. And um, just having her accountability in other small ways, I knew that we had established the trust that I could tell her anything and vice versa and that we're going to be there to accept, encourage, but also like call each other higher. So I was like, this is perfect. I know that when I am like not wanting to do this anymore, she's going to chug along and be like, no, we're not quitting. Mm -mm, Nope. So mind you, it was going to be a six month thing. Like I know myself. I'm really excited and passionate about a cause for the first like two days. And then day three, I'm like, you know, did I really want to sign up for this? I don't know. And so I brought it to her one day. You came to my house Mm -hmm. and she starts telling me like in tears. I also am having the same thing go on with like, I don't feel like I'm bearing fruit in certain areas. And she was just getting convicted about a lot of things, too. And I was like, wait would you like to do this with me? And I kind of started explaining what it is. And I said, we're doing a boy cleanse. And she was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, okay, it's not primarily centered on like boys, but since boys are a distraction and being single girls, a big distraction. Like it is like when you look at all the distractions of life for single people, it's pretty much the opposite sex. Yeah. It's pretty much that. So it's like, like that's where boy cleanse came from is that like we are challenging ourselves to eliminate the distractions Mm -hmm. and the things that we hold above the Lord or that can take our eyes off of the Lord and that comes in many shapes and sizes we've both even realized that like even in our friendships and like there's been a lot of times for both of us that we have prioritized our friend group and making plans and like doing stuff with our friend group over spending time with the lord or whatever so it it had a lot of different aspects but for some reason boy cleanse was like the first thing that came to mind and it just like stuck so that's why it's called that yeah And so one of the key aspects along with like, you know, boys and like relationships and all of that also work can be a really big distraction. Like when you're single and trying to get on your feet and develop independence and like she's focusing on like building her platform as an influencer and I'm working on starting my own business. It's just like very easy to get caught in busy. And someone said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Mm. And, um, I think that's one of the things that we wanted to be really intentional about in this. It's a six month period. So we started this June 18th and we're technically finished with it on December 18th. But the whole basis of it is establishing habits now that we're going to carry on into all our other seasons of life, Mm -hmm. like a really intentional preparation phase, because I believe that God's always preparing us for the next thing that he wants us to do and the next place that he wants us to be. And so just being attentive to that and actually paying attention and being like, okay, God, like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to miss it. And just this idea of like, Jesus, if you're not in this conversation, song, relationship, Mm. situation, location, 
I don't want to be there because I want to be where you are Mm. and just developing like purity and integrity and humility before the Lord um, was something that I felt like this was going to help accomplish. So we're setting apart these six months to keep our eyes on the Lord and remove distractions. And two of the things that we started doing that were really like big changes for us, actually three, um, there was reading meditating and um our day of delighting in the lord every Mm. week so one of the things that i found literally i was kind of in that like rough spot for two weeks before i talked to soph and i took one day both of those weeks i think it was a monday because i'm still doing mondays um just to be with god and i came back from our trip to utah and I was having a hard time falling asleep at night. There was like a time difference thing. And I just felt like in my spirit really empty. And I was like, God, I don't know what to do. And that still small voice was just like, come back to me. And I was like, all right, Satan, I don't care what you're trying to do tomorrow morning because I'm trying to read my Bible. I'm trying to pray and I'm trying to be with the Lord. So I was so aggressive. Oh my gosh. I just, sometimes you really have to get sassy with the devil. Um, period so I went to church and like was doing this and I realized oh my gosh this one day a week of just spending an unlimited amount of time with God giving him my full attention and full focus to touch on the things that he wanted to touch on like I brought my prayer journal I brought my regular journal I brought a book that I was reading that was like challenging me and I was just like okay laid it out and was like God you pick like what do you want to do on our date today and um so that's one of the things that we establish of our day in delighting in the Lord. Um, it's a Sabbath, but it's also just like intentionally filling it with being in his presence. Mm-hmm. And um, that's also the day that we pick the second thing that we were doing, which is meditation. Yeah. So we, as much as this boy cleanse is removing distractions and removing the things that would we would refer to it as like occupying brain space. So like it's so easy to fill our minds with things and just pick up distractions and you don't realize like we we just talk about the importance of meditation all the time because it's something that the Lord is showing us right now that's literally it's crazy once it hits you like once the Lord convicts you about the things that you meditate on and the things that you consume and like fill your mind with like that's what you become and like that's what flows out of your heart and it can either be really disgusting or it can be beautiful Mm -hmm. and like if like even like we've been convicted about the music that we listen to the shows that we watch like everything because you think about the time you music is a huge thing in our culture so I'm just going to use it as an example especially because it's been something that's been difficult for me but you think about the amount of time you spend meditating on scripture and reading your bible versus the amount of time you listen to secular music and it's like okay like if this is what I'm listening to the most. This is what I'm meditating on. So this is what I'm becoming. And this is what my heart is being filled with. And this is what my mind is being filled with. You are what you eat. Mm-hmm. And what is it? It's the thoughts become beliefs, which become words, which become actions, which become character. 
And so it's really important to take every thought captive to Christ because what we think about has a really powerful impact on the way that we live our lives Mm -hmm. because it becomes a belief system. It becomes a neuro pathway in your brain. And the more you travel that same pathway, the deeper it's ingrained. And there's like a whole thing on like neurons and dendrites and all of this like neuroscience-y stuff that goes along with that. But basically, that's how you develop habits. Mm -hmm. And that is who you become in your character. And we want to be people of like godly character. Mm -hmm. So not only was it like we decided to pick a verse a week Mm -hmm. or a like certain passage of scripture a couple verses or whatever every week and that's what we were going to meditate on for that week and like as we've gone through these past four some months of doing this it's been a process of realizing like oh I'm not just like meditating on this verse I'm removing things from my life to fill it with Mm. getting to know the Lord because we'll talk about this more too but like getting to know the Lord like how do you get to know someone it's by talking to them and by like learning who they are and like allowing the Lord to persuade me that he's trustworthy and Mm. that he's a good father and how does that even happen and it's like that's not going to happen if I'm not meditating on his word and if I don't know him and if I don't know who he is and if I don't know his character because you trust someone by learning their character and if I don't spend time meditating on his word then I'm not going to know who he is and so if that's what I want then I'm not only going to meditate on this word but I'm going to remove the things that are making me meditate on the opposite of who he is Mm -hmm. which is worldly music it's inappropriate tv shows it's all that stuff it's all the stuff that we don't want to hear is bad for us but we know is Mm -hmm. you know yeah and thank god for like the holy spirit and him coming in and like convicting us of certain things and i think that's one of the things too that there's just so much we've been learning and right now like this week we're starting to see fruit in our lives like retrospectively being like oh my gosh i never would have chosen this four months ago and just being like really excited about how the Lord's been working in us and the things that he's been like really faithful to expose as well. Like my mom always says, the best thing that can happen to you is for you to get caught in your sin. Um, and not even just like in sin, but in just like our thought patterns and like how we think of him. And just by meditating on scripture, like we're allowing him to fill us with a right view of who he is because we're letting him tell us. We're not trying to like conjure up like, oh God, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, he's like in Jeremiah 29, 13, I think it says, seek him and you will find him when you search for him with all your heart. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were doing because we realized, yeah, we've been searching for God, but we haven't been doing it with all our hearts. There have been things that we've been holding on to and like, if our heart was a home, there are closets and like secret pantries that we've kept locked because we don't want light on those things because they're really hard to give up mm-hmm. and they're really difficult to surrender to the Lord. And sometimes those things can be ugly. Like there's this really powerful image of like 
a cup with dirt in it and you fill the cup of dirt with water and it just makes this like muddy concoction that looks absolutely disgusting right and so the dirt is representing our sin and the water is representing the love of god and the more you pour that water into that cup the lighter the mud gets and then eventually all that dirt starts to rise to the surface and you get a lighter and lighter concoction until finally all you have in that cup is water And then you pour more water in and more water overflows out of that. And that's kind of how it looks to have a clean heart. Like when David says, create in me a clean heart, O Lord. It's not just like, okay, it was dirty, now it's clean. Like, no, there's stuff that has to come out of you in order for God to fill those places and like be inside of you and sit on the throne of your heart. And there's like a whole surrender because God a gentleman he's not going to fight you for certain things that you're unwilling to give so yeah and I also want to mention too that like when we talk on these things and we talk about the things that the Lord is convicting us of in our life right now that's not to push our convictions on you guys at all the Lord has his timing with everybody and we want to be here to encourage you guys in what we're learning but we don't want you guys to feel at all like we are like trying to be condemning or anything like that we're just sharing like what the lord is teaching us and what we're really excited about in our walks with the lord right Mm -hmm. now but i just wanted to mention that i wanted to basically explain this sermon that we watched a while ago to you guys because it has come this like example has come into my head a lot throughout doing this boy cleanse and um so before we even started the boy cleanse we watched this sermon of this guy who trained an unbroken horse um, in like literally, it was like an hour and a half. He like taught this sermon and it was like a live demonstration sort of thing. So he literally was like training the horse while he taught the sermon. And so he and the horse were in this corral and throughout the sermon, he was basically just training the horse to listen to the sound of his voice and get comfortable with the horse the horse was basically able to see through the corral to the outside and was like trying to like escape, like wanted to escape the corral. Somebody asked him like, why don't you just train the horse in a corral that is closed? And that like, so that the horse, that would just be easier because the horse wouldn't be able to see the distractions and see the outside and like see where he wanted to escape. And the guy basically said, like, no, I want him to be able to see out there, but still choose to listen to me and still choose to listen to my voice. And he used that as an example of, like, our relationship with the Lord. The Lord gives us free will to choose and to see the outside world and to see the distractions and see all these things that we could have, but still choose to obey him and to listen to his voice. And that has just popped into my head a lot as we've done this boy cleanse um because that's what this is it's eliminating those outside distractions and choosing to listen to the voice of our father and that's like really what we feel like we've been learning lately especially is being able to hear the voice of the lord and like Mm -hmm. inclining our ear to him and the more you eliminate those outside distractions the better you're able to hear him um so yeah anyways I just kind of wanted to share that like um sermon that we watched with you guys because it was really cool and like that example and that demonstration has like come into my head a lot because 
I don't know. It was just a really cool like visual representation of the way that the Lord is patient with us and like allows us to see the world and just patiently waits for us to obey him and just patiently waits for us to turn around and look at him and obey him and run to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so one of the other things that we did that we incorporated intentionally was um, reading. So a lot of people spend a lot of time on their phones, especially us. And we're like, dang, it would be good to like pick up a book every now and again, but not just like, you know, a fiction book or like murder mystery or whatever, but like something that's actually going to be good for us and like feed our minds and like be good for our spirits as well. So we went through and made like a little book list of all of the books that had been recommended to us either by um, people that we know and trust or like people in authority over us that have read these books and recommended them to us as well. And some that I had read in the past, some that she had read in the past that we were like, oh, we got to reread these. So going through, we started reading like a book a month. And that's been really good too, just like setting our intention and our focus on certain topics. And um, one of those topics is boundaries. So there's a book by Drs. Townsend and Cloud, Henry Cloud and something Townsend and they wrote a book called Boundaries and we're reading the general one but they have ones for like dating, single, married, whatever and it's been really interesting how that's like impacted us in what we've like learned over these what four months because we've been more intentional about developing better boundaries in all of our relationships so one of those is like with our guy friends um how can we be more kind in our interactions with them and like basically not flirt with them because they're not ours um even like I don't know with my parents like I've been it's not even a boundaries thing, but just developing a culture of honor in my house where I don't always think like everything revolves around me. I'm an only child, so that can be the tendency, <laughs> but learning to actually like be grateful in like to the Lord for all of these things in my life has translated into me learning to be more grateful for my parents and like for all the things mm-hmm. that they do. And that has also translated into me like showing that to them. And learning how to, like, honor my mom by helping her out with certain things that, like, I wouldn't have thought of before. Stuff like that. So, do you want to share some of the, like, practical tips and tricks of, like, the things that we set out to do and to not do? Because we had, like, our reading list and then we had, like, the do's and don'ts of boy cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, which I feel like the do's and don'ts list sort of started off as like a general list and then it's become very personal to the both of us Mm -hmm. where it's become like our own personal list of the things that the Holy Spirit has individually convicted us of on our own because now our do's and don'ts list looks very different for the both of us I mean similar in certain ways but different in other ways that are just unique to us in our particular circumstances and we're talking about this today um a lot because we went to a coffee shop this morning and we like talked about it a lot and 
um yeah I kind of just wanted to talk about more of like just practical like the way we're living our life and how that looks kind of different um because I think for both of us like I come from like I've been in past relationships and stuff like that and she hasn't and so that's sort of something that's going to be unique about this podcast too because you get very different perspectives where like I have had like certain experiences and certain things and whatever and she kind of comes from the opposite which is just two different perspectives which I think will be cool yeah um but in saying that like we like honestly a big part of this has been developing boundaries with our guy friends because that's where you practice Mm -hmm. um and boundaries has never been my strong suit ever up until this boy cleanse like I have like looking back and realizing the lack of boundaries that I had in my life I think back and I'm like oh my god you get secondhand embarrassment I really for yourself. do like I really do literally back to four months ago like the conversations that I would have with my guy friends even the guy like oh, it's just so weird I'm just like literally why would I do that (laughs) yeah as I like go to tell people like some of the boundaries that we've established and whatever I'm like listen in high school I feel like we kind of like the reverse where in high school I never in my life would have thought oh yeah it's totally fine to just like sit there and play with my guy friend's hair and like have these conversations and like hey let me just hit you up and come over to your house and sit in your bed and watch movies with you in the afternoon just the two of us Never and never would have crossed my mind because that's just not something that I would have thought like was appropriate at the time. And then I don't know what happened in like college and developing like it gets kind of tricky when you have a friend group of a lot of people and it feels really like family. And so you get really comfortable with people really quickly, which is a good thing. But then you also have to be more careful about like protecting each other's hearts, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like one of the things that I got convicted about was the way that I was like interacting with my guy friends because the thing that the Lord kind of spoke to me that changed the game for me on a lot of levels was they're not yours and you are not theirs and you don't have the right to give them girlfriend attention or girlfriend affection or girlfriend time because wait hold on you're not their girlfriend Ooh. and <laughs> vice versa like I should not be going to one of my guy friends to receive that kind of attention and affection and validation because I need to be receiving that from the Lord and so intentionally stripping ourselves of that like nice little safety crutch was, was tough rough tough we like tell it you. was and like it's so weird because like thinking back it's like we wouldn't have even thought about it that hard and like yeah because it's not like we, we were, were like, just comfortable yeah it's not like love. it was super there was nothing crazy. ever romantic well <laughs> it was never ill-intentioned and it was never anything that like was it came from a deficiency within ourselves that Mm. we were not filling with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's like the bottom line of it. But also there were like really just practical things that we would see either each other do or like other people. And one of the things on the list for me, especially now, like still 
is on the don'ts list, don't intentionally seek attention from the male species. <laughs> Listen, it's harder than it seems. And I didn't think that I was the type of person to do that. But I just found myself in certain moments of like insecurity about my body or like insecurity about even my personality and like who I am and how I come across just like looking for validation specifically from my guy friends. And I think that can be traced back to like residual daddy issues or whatever. But it's true. Like there are some things that are just a really like big stronghold in our life. And I think looking for that kind of like love and sense of acceptance is one of those things that can really trip a person up if you don't know where to go with those feelings. I kind of want to like honestly share with you guys like what we were talking about this morning, which is like kind of a little bit personal, but I guess this is like the first step in the direction we're going <laughs> in this podcast. So, you know, what? whatever, go off. Um, but something that I was telling Sophie this morning was like we have a friend in our group who um, like I was just talking to her about the difference between being kind and being flirty because being a kind person sometimes you can come across that way but when it comes down to it who are you as a person and like I was talking to her about one of the people in our friend group and how you would never question his motive in being kind to someone just because of his character and his track record. Mm -hmm. And like, he's never been that way. He's never tried to like do anything like that. So like, you know, he's just being a kind outgoing, genuine person when mm -hmm. he's trying to talk to whoever. So you don't like even think about it that way. But is that like, could people say the same for me with my track record? Or am like, do people look at me being friendly with a guy and think, oh, she's being flirty. Like, I don't want that to be what people think or like, I don't want that to like, even if it's not my intention, like there's just different lines. We were just talking about different lines and it's kind of hard to explain because you guys don't know us like super personally. Yeah. But as like a general overview Sophie doesn't have a past relationally yeah. per se. So her line, like she's able to, in a sense, act differently with some of our guy friends because they've all sisters owned me. Yeah. No. <laughs> and you've also brothers. owned Yeah, them, I, have, I have. It's just different because she's never crossed any of those lines in the past. And that's her track record and that's the character that she's built for herself for me that's not the case so I need to be extra careful about instead of making that line here making that line back here because I have yeah. a ways to go before I can get there if that makes sense and like I have crossed those lines so now like pulling back even further and being like okay if I'm trying to build this character and if I'm trying to establish like these boundaries and whatever like I need to do it back here yeah I don't know we were just talking about that this morning because that's really like I which this could honestly be a whole other video but like when it comes to boundaries I had oftentimes found myself looking at people like Sophie who are 
more mature in their spiritual walk than I am and just saying like, oh, okay, if like that's the line that they're not crossing, that's the line I won't cross either. And like that's not true. And it took me a little while to realize like, oh, these are actually the lines that like the Holy Spirit is convicting me of personally. Mm -hmm. And those are the lines that I don't want to cross. And they look differently for me because I don't have a like – I don't know. Not that Sophia has like a perfect spotless record. Yeah, definitely at all. That's not, not what like <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to it's picture just either. Different experiences, and I'm really big. One of my favorite like terms is situational appropriateness, and there are things that are right, and there are things that are wrong, and then somewhere in the middle, you have situationally appropriate. There are certain times. Where wearing a swimsuit is not wrong. If you go to the beach and you wear a swimsuit, cute. More power to you. If you pull up to work in a bikini, that's really not appropriate. And so it's just this idea of like, what's appropriate for this situation? And I think that's going to go into another video of like... Yeah, that's a whole situational... We can't get into that right now. Appropriateness can be its its own thing. But that's sort of what I mean by that is like situational appropriateness is also like individual for Mm -hmm. people and so like for me my boundaries have started to look different than Sophie's just because I've crossed a lot of lines that she hasn't crossed so I need to be way back here when it comes to like building trust with people Mm. and like my character that she's already established so she doesn't need to do that And that's fine. We're all in like different stages. But I think it took me a while to like realize that and realize like I have like trust to build. Not only with like people around me, but like with myself and with like the Lord. Mm -hmm. That like I, one thing that I will say is something that has stuck with me was something that Tori Masters said about giving out discounts. Mm. I don't want to be giving out discounts on myself by like not respecting myself enough to like create lines and create boundaries and there has have been a lot of ways that that has like presented itself like even in little ways like wearing a shirt at the gym I got convicted about that a couple weeks ago and it was like oh that was like an area of my life where I felt like individually if you don't if you like wearing your workout sets to the gym go for it whatever but personally the Lord convicted me and that was a small way that I just felt like I was giving out discounts Mm. and I don't want to do that. And so I don't know. And the Bible says that um, he who can be trusted with little can also be trusted with much. Mm. And I didn't realize this until last week when I was out of town with my friend and this girl comes up to me and she's like, basically speaks a word over me. And she's like, gives me the verse of he who can be trusted with little can also be trusted with much and she was like I just want you to know that God is like honoring what you're doing right now in this sacrificial season of your life and he sees your faithfulness and it doesn't go unnoticed the things that you're developing now because he wants to trust you with more and I went home and I was just like dude how did she know that like she doesn't even know about boy cleanse like she doesn't she doesn't know me she don't know my life and it was just so encouraging because I was like wow thank you God for like giving me that encouragement in that moment and like I didn't know 
that I had been asking God to trust me with more of himself ever since I was like 15. That's been like an on and off prayer of mine. And so seeing it come to fruition now and being reminded of one of the things that like I've asked God for that my heart has so long forgotten was just really, really beautiful. And I felt like, wow, I'm seeing stuff happen. And like, I'm seeing how God has been so faithful to me to bring those things about because I know that without him, like it literally would have been impossible for the things that I'm starting to see in both of us. Mm -hmm. Like those wouldn't have occurred without the complete grace of God covering us. And seeing, like, his faithfulness in so many little ways throughout this, like, challenge, like, literally, even just, like, that void of loneliness that, like, I, it's always been such a challenge for me to be alone, and, like, I've never wanted to be alone. I've always, like, talked to people and, like, whatever, and, like, just really, for the first time ever, allowing the Lord to fully feel that and not like just look to him in my time of need instead of looking elsewhere Mm -hmm. has been like so cool and just like I don't know just how we were talking about the other day just like actually tuning our ear to hear the voice of our father and like it's just been really cool and so anyways I hope this was like an encouragement to you guys yeah I hope you guys like I don't know can hopefully take something from this Mm -hmm. but Yeah, we just kind of wanted to give you guys a little background of like what we've been learning and what we've been going through. And there's so many things within this that we're going to branch out on. Like we've been learning a ton about thankfulness and meditation and um, patience and waiting on the Lord and even modesty and like literally so many different topics that. And it feels like it all relates. Yeah, it feels like it all comes full circle, Mm -hmm. like boundaries, everything like in so many different areas. So that's kind of like the root of like a little bit of where this podcast came from Mm -hmm. so we kind of wanted to share that and explain that to you guys um but yeah see you guys next time that's that's it for this podcast we'll see you guys on episode three thank you bye